Welcome to Auntie B's Advice, everything you need to know about sex, love, and life. I'm your Auntie B, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about, am I good enough? All right, let's get started. So this is a topic that has come up over and over and over again, especially for me, because you see, my entire life, I've questioned if I'm good enough. Am I smart enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I just enough? Sometimes I felt like, well, maybe I'm just too much. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'm somebody that feels life with an extreme amount of passion. And I think it's because I spent up until my 40s not feeling anything at all. Not that I didn't have moments, not that I didn't have experiences, but there was a part of me that was numb. It was just completely asleep. And then one day I woke up and I realized that I wanted moments and I wanted experiences and I wanted to be able to see the world on my terms and be in the world on my terms. And that's a difficult thing for people to come to terms with and a difficult thing to accept. Because most of my life, I was a chameleon. I changed and fit to be whoever somebody needed me to be in the moment. And then right before I turned 40, I decided that I don't want this anymore. I was with a partner who by all means was a great guy and I care about him deeply, but he was the wrong guy for me. I spent so much of that time, 13 years, being what he needed me to be, that I forgot who I was. And in doing that, I lost pieces of myself. I forgot that I was an artist, a talented one. I forgot how much I loved going out at night in a rainstorm and dancing just for the fun of it. I forgot that I'm funny. And that you know what? I even forgot that I could be sexy and wanted and desired because I spent all of this time identifying myself only as a mother and wife and forgetting that I was a woman too. You know, it's funny, we go through this journey and we spend all of this time focused on what ifs. What if I'm judged? What if I'm made fun of? What if I fail? And here's the thing that I wanna tell you. Change what if to why not, and then see how your life starts to turn around. So after my divorce, I decided that I was going to get out there after a time and date again. And in doing that, I made a promise to myself. I was going to rip the fucking mask right off of my face. I was going to be exactly who I was supposed to be. I'm loud and I'm goofy and I'm silly and I'm impassionate to the extreme. But those are things that I like about myself. The problem is I was constantly picking people that didn't like those things about me. And so I kept putting those things in a box and I put them into another box and then in another box. And before I know it, my whole existence was a Russian doll. Everything that I was was inside that tiny little doll but wrapped up inside these much bigger ones. 
And it took a long time to get inside that core. So when I say, am I good enough? Here's what I want you to think about. Stop asking if you're good enough and just accept that you are. When I met my husband, the very first date that we had, I told him who I was. I told him about my belief in non-monogamy. I told him about my fears. I told him about my hopes. I told him what I wanted to be and who I was in that moment. Now I knew it was a risk because see, society tells us that as women, we have to play the game, right? Men are supposed to chase you. Men are supposed to wait three days to call you. Yada, 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 blah, blah, fucking blah. Here's the thing though. If you meet somebody and you like them and you're attracted to them, why the fuck can you not say, I like you, I'm attracted to you. I maybe want to take you back to my house and fuck you. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that we get all of these messages that tell us over and over and over again that if, and this is only particularly to women, but if you want to be quote unquote a good girl or the marrying kind, you cannot possibly be a bad girl too. And I call bullshit. I have done more in the last four years than I have done in 43. And that's in part because I chose to live authentically and I chose to be genuine. I chose to say, this is me. I'm messy and I'm complicated and I'm chaotic and I'm going to cry when I'm frustrated and I'm going to cry when I am overwhelmed. And sometimes with enough tequila, I'm going to fucking cry then too. But you know what? I'm going to get over it. And then once I'm over it, I'm going to go back to laughing and I'm going to go back to joy and I'm going to go back to happiness because that at the core is who I am. I'm going to walk down the street in a big city with ones in my pocket and I'm going to hand out dollar bills to people living on the streets and I'm going to take their photographs and hear their stories. I'm going to work with dog rescues and advocate for Alzheimer's and Sometimes I'm going to leave the dishes in the fucking sink overnight because I don't give a shit because I'm in the middle of editing photos and my brain is focused on that or I'm recording a podcast or I'm writing a story and or even better, I'm naked in your bed. So those little things aren't really where my focus is. My focus is in that moment. It's the same thing with non-monogamy. People have asked me all the time, how can I share my husband? How can I be okay with him going off and sleeping in another woman's bed. For me, that answer is simple. I can do that because his heart always stays home with me. It is the piece of him that I get to have. There are pieces of who he is that belong to me. Pieces of who I am that belong only to him. So I can be in another man's bed. I can have a great time. I can connect with them. Hell, I can even fucking love them. But the love or the care or the affection that I feel for somebody else never impacts what I feel for this man. Now, I know it's a really hard concept for people to wrap their heads around because, again, messages, right? Society. It tells us monogamy is the only way. One man, one woman for life. Blah, blah, blah. Again, fuckity blah. <laughs> That's not true. At our core, biologically, we're animals. 
We are meant to give and receive pleasure and we are meant to propagate the species through multiple partners to help ensure the quality of the DNA and to have the strongest possible match. Now, of course, when we talk about same-sex relationships or even non-binary relationships, you know, you get the argument that, well, if, if, you know, monogamy is the way and we're supposed to propagate the species, that's not what they're doing. Again, though, I'll call bullshit because that's our biological drive. Our emotional drive is something completely, utterly different. Our biology says, fuck, do it often, do it with many, and spread the seed, as crude as that sounds. Love, though, is different. Affection is different. Love is a feeling and nothing more. It cannot see color. It can't see education. It can't see money. It can't see the fancy car inside your five-car garage. It can't do any of those things. It can only feel. So you don't know when that's going to hit you, how it's going to hit you, or how long it's going to last. You just know it when you feel it. And that's where deciding that you are good enough comes in. Because when you believe in your worth and you believe in your value and you believe that who you are has merit, love finds you. And it finds you in many, many, many different ways. I am so grateful that I made that decision a few years ago to stop being who others needed me to be and start figuring out who I wanted to be. When I did that, I opened up my entire world. And I remember something that my husband said to me. He said, I promise you moments, not things. And he's done that for almost four years now. He's given me moments. He's given me experiences and adventures. And through all of that, I've never had to put that mask back on. So, you know, I talk about a lot of things on this podcast, obviously. Some of it's a little raunchy. Some of it might even be a little bit uncomfortable. But I want to be candid and I want to be real. And part of being real, part of being good enough, is saying part of who I am is somebody that wants to have these kinds of conversations. Somebody that wants to tell you, look in the mirror and remind yourself every single day when you wake up, I'm good enough. Think about Goldilocks, okay? I love this analogy. Just think about Goldilocks. She had the three bowls of porridge, right? She had one that was too hot, one that was too cold, and one that was just right. For some people, you're going to be too hot. You're going to be too fucking much, all right? You're going to be too loving, too caring, too passionate, too real, if you will. For others, you're going to be too cold. You're not going to be loving enough or caring enough or affectionate enough because your needs aren't meeting theirs. And when that happens, frustration comes in, insecurity comes in, fear comes in, and you've already failed before you've even begun. But then you get that third one, that one person. And hell, if you're lucky, it might be more than one. But there's people that you meet in your life who are just right. They love that you laugh too much. They love that you sing in your car at the top of your lungs or that you 
want to get up at three in the morning and screw their brains out. They love that you're caring or compassionate. They love that maybe even you're this chaotic mess because they don't have to be afraid of being one too. So folks, get out of this idea that you're not good enough. You've always been good enough. Maybe what you haven't been is somebody who could see that and project that and then find the people who can accept you as is. Something to think about tonight. It's been on my mind and I am certainly going to keep reminding myself of this every single day. I spent an entire lifetime saying I'm not worth it. An entire lifetime of doubting who I am and what I have and what I can give. Never fucking again. I like who I am and I hope that you will like who you are too. So thanks for listening to your Auntie B. And as always, who you are in the sheets never has anything to do with who you are on the streets. Talk to you later. Bye.